Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. What have What have the new year been for you, my brother? The new year. Oh man, it's been. It was a. It was a slow January. It was a slow January. February picked up. Had some uh, some things go on. Do some production. Um. Did did a podcast, um, yeah. But the new year, it's it's, you know, some of the same old stuff from twenty twenty one. Yeah, actually, I can say this new year has not started off the greatest for me between the COVID and the uh, slowness of you know sales we're having. But um, podcast tip for me been pretty good. <laughs> but uh, shoot, I can't complain, man. I cannot complain. I had the pleasure to talk to a bunch of girls that are gamer girls that, that that became porn stars so that was fun and stuff which got oh. me thinking about you and everything so and um yeah that was I had to bring you back I was like yeah it's been a minute since we had him on the show <laughs> yeah that's for sure I can't even remember what the the date was that we actually did the first show God, I look back was, in the calendar Jesus that was about what November October it was so, a while back yeah, yeah. Very good episode. Very good episode. So let me do these particulars. No, it was speak. before that. It was all the way back in September. Oh, my God. So we, damn, almost a year. <laughs> Getting around there. Oh, my goodness. But let me do these particulars. We can get this thing on the road. Okay, brother? All right, let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. The perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All I got to do is download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile. I'm your host, Kevin Oliver Southern Champ, aka the Point Rap Star. You know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com. Rap Star. We have three wonderful sponsors to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook, the LS Community, talking about LSWorld.com. Also, eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get the magazine paperback or and last but not least, ExciteMoney.com for you content creators, not the same profit that you would take home from your sales, as well as if you need healthcare, they got you covered on that. For you consumers, a new site that is better than OnlyFans that have some of the hottest and newest faces in adult film, giving you some great content for you to buy. And we have a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and shop to your heart's content. You get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned shops and retailers. And last but not least, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Check me out on my personal page where you can listen to the podcast or check me out via the medium of the radio station. So go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Now I'm about to shut up and let this returning guest introduce himself. Hey y'all, it's Trent Knox again. Welcome back to the show for the bonus episodes. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I I think last time I introduced myself, I had like a very formal introduction. This one's going to be more casual. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a media production person that uh, that's really into esports, started a, a community around the business of esports, which is uh, competitive gaming. And um, it's been great. We've grown from, I think when maybe I was talking to you from about 3,000 followers to about 6,000 on LinkedIn. We're big on LinkedIn. And then on Facebook, we have a more social community where people are part of the Facebook group and, and whatnot. But for the Trent, for Trent Knox himself, a little bit of a podcast producer. Um, also do my own podcast, The Trent Knox Show. And um, recently re- released an episode kind of recapping my end of 2021 year. But I'm glad to be back on uh, your show. Most definitely. So, uh, how does it feel to be? Because we didn't really get into the podcasting. How did it feel to be a podcaster? You know. Yeah. Um. You know, I actually started podcasting. I did the first podcast back in 2012. Uh, in my dormitory, uh, dorm room, and um, I was trying to make a website. I was young, didn't really know what I was doing. And uh, I was on Justin, no, I was on Ustream back then, which is now like owned by NASA or IBM or something like that. And then uh, it wasn't until like 2015 that uh, I I went on SoundCloud and um, I started putting out a little bit of like a podcast style thing, uh, just basically doing live streams and then uploading the audio. It wasn't, and then I'd say like when I really sat down behind a microphone in a studio it was 2017. I started a, a show to interview local artists, brands and events in Austin, Texas, and, um, interviewed some, some DJs, uh, hip hop artists, fashion designers, um, photographers, videographers, just people who are artistic in Austin. And, uh, and that's where, when I got the first kind of experience as far as podcasting, podcasting, um, with others and whatnot and, and doing, um, doing that stuff is actually something I really enjoy. I really enjoy doing the interviews and talking about, you know, subject matters that you don't hear on mainstream television or radio or anything like that. Yeah, because, um, that's what I love about podcasting that you, you get to talk to people to tell their stories and everything. Like yeah. after you had interviewed a movie director for uh, this movie called the old ways, it was, List how they distribute, how they put out the movie, distribute the movie, get the movie out there. Especially with independent um, film film producer or what have you. And yeah. And um, what's some of the interesting guests that you had on your podcast that, that, that come to mind? Interesting guests. Um, you know, my the Trent Knox show, my personal podcast. I've had guests on the show before. Um, but most of them were kind of when I was doing guests, it was uh, I was part of a podcast uh, agency. I would say not really an agency, but like people who someone who, who provided me guests to put on the show. And some of those were um, like they did Comic-Con conventions. They did uh, they had like one person interview had a Western movie, um, some actors and whatnot. But nothing really resonates there. I think that when it comes to the esports stuff, yeah. um I've had I've had really interesting guests as far as like what they do outside of 
you know, the, the big, big lights and cameras of Hollywood and whatnot. Um, and just like what it takes to, to get behind the scenes. And some of them are like, uh, landing Gorbanko was one of the big episodes. Um, Donnie Stumple, Donnie Stumple is probably the big episode where he, uh, he's based in the UK, uh, and he does mental health and awareness around how, uh, players deal with, you know, different stresses inside of the video games. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, with the, so you have one podcast, right? Or two? Mm -hmm. Okay, you got one. Okay. So, I think, um, no, I have, I have three. I have three. three. I thought I I was doing something. Shit, I got four right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. So, what the other two podcasts besides the first one? Yeah, so the so the the main one that I started with was Austin Live and Local, and we did different shows within that. But basically, the Austin Live and Local podcast um, that's been on hiatus for a while. Really, the pandemic really messed that up because we couldn't go in person to the studios. Um, and then uh, I'd say, you know, there's Trent Knox Show, which is pretty much more about my life. And uh, doing esports, doing uh, podcasting, different stuff like that. And then I have uh, I have the Esports Business Network podcast, which was interviewing um, industry and experts in esports. Um, that was pretty much the three, all three there. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So now when you interviewed the esports people, what have you? Well, actually, this mm-hmm. question I want to ask when you. Because as a podcast, we look at like our demographic, who's listening, response. Um, when you started doing esports talk, did you notice a influx of listeners? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, because the reason I, think- I asked that, the reason I asked that for your answer before, I was just doing politics, you know, culture shit. But when I started talking about porn, mm-hmm. that's when my listenership went up in downloads. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah, no, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because there are people who listen to, to me uh, for my the Trent Knox show, which is its own podcast. Um, and, you know, if I'm really committed to it and if I'm doing something maybe weekly or daily or something like that and I'm doing the – and I'm active – it, that actually gets more attention, but um, the esports stuff has a different. It's just like a different, completely different mindset of the listeners, um, and they're the way that they talk about things. And so I was, I'm sure that you you've gotten that a lot from the adult industry stuff. Yeah. Is that it, it's just you know the politics people are gonna get, gonna give you a lot of you know positive or negative feedback, and it's it's a certain way that people talk. And then that's sort of the same thing with the esports stuff. It's maybe a little bit more nerdy, uh, a little bit more, you know, introverted. Um, you know, with the, with the business component, it's a little bit more about the money than it is with uh, with the Trent Knox show. People reach out about Trent Knox show about you know um, dealing with life and social issues and those sort of things, and sort of probably more similar to the podcast, uh, the political show that you did before you got into the adult industry stuff. Yeah, because when you're doing multiple podcasts, you kind of try to make each one different so it, yeah. so, so they won't mix in. And that's that's actually a hard task. 
You know, yeah, it definitely is. Because even with me, like what helps is the fact that I have different hosts. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I might talk about the same thing in some of the the, the, the podcasts, but it's giving different takes. You feel me? And different yeah. way of the consumption or what have you. So, um, for each podcast, did you initially pick what you wanted to be, or you allowed them to become what they became organically? It kind of changed, actually. Um, initially, with the Esports Business Network, I did it on my own, and then I brought on co-hosts. And then the co-host situation was like, I couldn't get them to see the same vision um, and understand like why we were doing the show. Um, and then it was like, well, I tried to bring on a female co-host, a male co-host, and it was trying to you know figure out like if they were really invested in trying to you know they were invested in the subject matter and they weren't, you know, and it's interesting because this goes kind of to the adult industry stuff is I brought on an OnlyFans girl to be like the that correspondent when it yeah. comes to like um, to being an in- independent entrepreneur, you know, because you got to be an independent entrepreneur as an OnlyFans yeah. uh, participant or someone who's a content creator. And um, it just wasn't there for her. Uh, and you know it, it only worked out i think a couple episodes or something like that and yeah. then we had to we say like this isn't really working out for you the content subject matter isn't there for you um and then you know i just went and then i did it in i did it independent i was just like the uh one the only host on that show um going back i guess to the austin life and local podcast though that was me and a business partner. It kind of actually was a conglomerate of people. I've done a few episodes solo, but most of the episodes that I do on the Austin Live and Local Pockets have a co-host because I just don't think I can speak necessarily for the whole of Austin, right? I feel like there's different personalities and you need to incorporate multiple people to, to give different perspective to what, um, what it's like to live in Austin. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because like I said, even with um, like with one of my podcasts hosts, Princess Happy, I have no structure because yeah. it doesn't work for her. <laughs> so we just talk and we just let the conversation go. You know, yeah. and um, now the worst co-host you can have is one where you got to pull teeth to give you that one word answer. I mean. And you're just like, Come on, you can you can't expound on the fucking answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, that's just the worst type of. Well, I'll tell you what, though. You know what? If if I'm fried, like I've been on some podcasts before where I smoked and I was just fried, yeah. you know, and I showed up and I'm sitting in that chair and I'm sinking into that chair, you know, and <laughs> I don't know how much I can contribute, you know, sometimes, but. Yeah. If if I'm if I'm clear headed and I'm thinking weed, about things, it feels weed. Do what? If, if that strong of weed, then yeah, you might have me looking yeah. like a zombie. But but I'm more talkative when I'm high, which is yeah funny. yeah yeah. You know, hmm. period, I can talk about anything then because it's just like you know, period versus because I'm not really thinking as much. Mm-hmm, versus, mm-hmm. You know, versus being you know sober and I'm seeing things like make sure this don't say nothing stupid. <laughs> you know, period. You be yeah. more cautious. You be more cautious when you're sober. But everyone's high yeah. is different. You know, period. Because some people can smoke and go to work. Some people go to work. I mean, smoke and they be lazy as a motherfucker. You know. Yeah. So shoot. So which one are you though? When you get high, you 
you you the work of the person you 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 just sit and relax and chill and fuck the rest of the day person man it's it's um you know i don't know if it's an indicator sativa kind of thing but i just you know if i smoke um if I smoke and I don't have anything to do, I'm probably more relaxed. But if I smoke on a podcast set and everybody's usually it's not only smoking. Usually it's we're having a little bit of, you know, whiskey or tequila alongside it. You know what I mean? And so it can get to the point where it's like, you know what? I forgot why I was here. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I'm a little lit, you know. Cause uh, I was on this one podcast. These guys had lit. They would get. They would get it in. Well, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I was smoking. What have you? Now me, I'm not a drinker. Now I yeah. used to be. Now I used to be. I get used to shit. Go with the best of them. But now, mm-hmm. shit. I take two shots. And I'm hurt. because <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting older. What have you? But yeah, it's just funny how like when you were younger, you could drink all day. But as you get older, it's like. It don't take much to get you lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To take you out of what have you. That's why I'm like, shit, I can understand how the hell. My dad used to drink like he did back in the day. I'm like, at mm-hmm. day, I'm like, damn, how the fuck you able to take down a fifth, <laughs> take down a half gallon of gin out of this bitch and you still functioning? <laughs> I think that I can have gas. I get to about the neck, my ass ready to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm going to ask you this, though. Do you ever get this sense? Because you did a lot of hosting, all right? Tell me if, I, if, if you don't get the same reaction I get. It feels weird to be a guest sometimes. Because it, it, now you got to take your mind out of being the, host, the one asking the question to now being the one asking the questions. You know, do you ever get that, that, that sense of that feeling when you go on somebody else's show? Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Um, I was thinking about this before I jumped on your show. Is that, um, and I appreciate you for inviting me back on. That's that's the one thing. It's like I don't, I don't really. I have to put myself out there to get onto shows. Um, you know, especially in the esports, there's not too many shows to go on. Um, you know, and and if I'm gonna go on a show, it's it's either about like a, uh, it's it's about gaming, and then. The problem when it comes to gaming is there's just so many different games, and then you know the the host might be talking about a game I never played before, and, and that that can get kind of weird, right? And so it's more or less like at what point is that this podcast gonna get weird? Like you know, like that that's my question usually. Um, I could talk about me, but yeah, sometimes it is like, it's especially if it's not someone I've you know done a show with before. It's it's a question of like you know I don't yeah, really know this. You in the gaming industry, they will ask you about every fucking game there is under the sun, and it's yeah. not like you played every fucking game underneath the sun. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like if uh, they say, "Well, yeah, I'm from San Antonio, but do you know Jeremy uh, Jenkins on First and Fifth? <laughs> yeah, like because I live in San Antonio, don't mean I know everybody in the motherfucker. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So I mean, so as a gamer, what games do you play on a regular? Then? You know, it's interesting. Um, the the gaming stuff is um, like the regular games. I don't play that much anymore, like Madden or Call of Duty or mm-hmm. any of these games. I have them, like I've I've got them loaded up and Valorant and whatnot. But there's like a 
I'm really into crypto, so there's a bunch of crypto games that are that are out now that you play on the on uh, on online basically on in your web browser on a website called Fractal. And um they're a little like they're battle royale type games, kinda like Warzone or whatnot. Um, oh, so, so you so you play a yeah. character and you fight kinda to to, yeah. to, to that level. And it's based yeah. off of what you win bitcoins or you got to have bitcoins to play. Well, it's not. Uh, it's not Bitcoin. It's a. It's a different. It's a different uh, cryptocurrency called Solana. Um, and have Solana to play the game. No, it's 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 free, but you can. It's free, but you can win. Uh, you can earn them. Like by while you're playing, you also earn them. Um, earn Solana. So, yeah, you don't. You can play for free. You just have to have an, uh, a Solana wallet, and then. Um, and then you can play, and, and you can earn. Able to buy certain things, level ups, uh, yeah, special stuff like that with the Solana versus meaning you ain't got to spend no actual cash, per se. No, you don't have to spend any actual cost cash to play. You just have to spend actual cash to buy like skins and different characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So if you want to jazz up the look of your character, then you might have to spend some, like use credit card. But uh, game, yeah, I mean, yeah, but sort within of. the game itself, you pretty much everything is bought with the, the, the what's the name of the uh, big, I mean, the uh, crypto again? Yeah, Solana. 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 Hey, this crypto specifically for this game. No, they made it. They made it to to be an alternative to um to Bitcoin or Ethereum. Mm-hmm. It's its own thing. Um, is, but this yeah. website, this website is made for Solana. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's interesting because if there are any sites, well, I mean, any games that use just Bitcoin or anything like that, similar to that. Not Bitcoin. Um, there is a different. So, like, um, the way that it works is like there's a main uh, main competitor to Bitcoin, <laughs> which is Ethereum, and Ethereum has a ton. Um, but the the main other gaming site is. Um, is wax it's i think it's just wax.com but maybe it's not wax.com um they're like the biggest they're the biggest game marketplace for for crypto games and then um you might have may or may have not heard of this game called axie infinity um they're like it's basically like pokemon you connect you collect all these creatures and and then you battle them that would take was funny listeners I was worried. I was like, damn it, wait a what are we going to talk about? Because like I said, I know the gaming, but you know, but, but, but funny how when you just have conversations, you run up on shit that is so interesting to discuss. That's why I love. Yeah. That's the reason why I picked the guests that I picked. Now, that's interesting because is that a trend that's starting in gaming now instead of people having to use their credit card to, to, to do certain things that now is going to be head towards crypto? Um, but it, it, Ooh. Because, interesting. Because, this is controversial. Because the reason why I'm saying that because where there's smoke, there's fire. So if yeah. sites like this, at some point, it's going to catch on. There's no way in hell it's not. Yep. It's in the gaming community. So, thoughts? Yeah, it's controversial. It's actually a, a topic that's uh, highly debated right now. There's... A, there's actually uh, some hashtags you can look around for called um, uh, hashtag play to earn or play and earn. And then there's 
uh, play and spend. So, you know, um, traditionally video games were play and spend. So, you know, or another like different way to say it is play to play to get scammed. Right. So you spend money, but you don't make any money, you know, um, and then the play to uh, play and earn came out where you like you play video games, you broadcast to Twitch um, and you earn money based on uh, your community and people that donate to you or what have you. Now, play okay. to earn is sort of a new thing. And that's more of the esports can become esports competitive gaming can be kind of coupled into the play to earn component because uh, the best players get paid to play. Right. Um, now when the crypto stuff gets, gets invited into it, we could talk about the metaverse and, and web three and all this other stuff. But when crypto gets introduced, this is where the controversy comes in because hard, not hardcore gamers, but there's a certain demographic of gamers that are, they don't want, they don't want anything new. Like they, they like Pac-Man. They like, um, you know, they're like old school retro games and they think that you know these these new um these new features are are like exploitive for the companies to make more money than they already make off the games and it's sort of true but it's also not sort of true because nowadays you know if you if you google axie infinity or you um oh man i'm gonna forget what the name of the other game is but um Axie Infinity is a great example. It's it has revolutionized the economy in the Philippines. Right now, people make more money playing Axie Infinity on their smartphones in Philippines than they used to make uh, plowing the fields or working at McDonald's or you know any job. People now full time play Axie Infinity in the Philippines and make more money than they ever did before. Most definitely, because it's interesting because it's kind of like I, I'm thinking at one point porn might move in that direction. You know, because I have seen some I've seen some stuff that that uh, I remember what uh, BBW Highway at one point was accepting Bitcoin. Um, yeah, and basically, but but you know, basically that we will start using Bitcoin versus cash because that negates Mastercard and Visa. You know, mm-hmm. um, but even more so, the fact that this one game you were saying made its own. Well, it, it, I don't think necessarily made its own Bitcoin, but technically has its own Bitcoin for this game. You get what I'm coming from? Is yeah, can I? I, I can kind of relate it. You feel me? That that I have yeah. a game to where I have my own made up Bitcoin that's within the game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Which you can easily take that to compete with the other bitcoins at some point. You feel me? Yeah, and for 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 your listeners that are into OnlyFans and stuff like that, there is there are adult industry websites, and at at one well here here's the thing. There's so much going on, and I'm not sure how much how many of your of your guests that are on the uh, the um, the sex working side that are from like Eastern Europe and whatnot. Yeah. But with everything that's going on over in those those parts of the world, um, these these crypto platforms are making you know 
capital accessible to otherwise inaccessible areas in the world. State shit, per se. I'm sorry, what did you say? It hadn't made it to the state shit, per se. No, it has. It has. Um, there's there's sites like Nifty XXX. Um, there are these these websites because I'm not sure if you've heard of NFTs, but yeah, I there are NFTs. girls out there. There are girls out there that are creating their own F- NFTs of their content and then uh, uh, putting them into like an unlockable. Basically, you have to pay with Ethereum um to unlock the content and it's you know it's out there it's just not there's not a go-to source like for only fans or what have you right basically um, they're not popular they're not popular they're, they're not popular no not necessarily no it's just too easy for you know i'm gonna use a, a a british terminology for punters to go to you know only fans whip out their their uh credit card and purchase whatever they want you know, and, and, and for crypto, it's just, it's not that convenient. Oh, no. Oh, no. Especially depending upon the crypto you have. Because, like, this, if, you, if it's Bitcoin, it's more accessible because they got ways to access it versus the lithium. And because it was just funny how, like, I was sitting back. I was like, well, damn, how much, how many different type cryptos they got now? <laughs> oh, there's too many. There's too many it's, to know. It's, 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 it's kind of like, and it's a new one every day, and it's like, you know, where, it, where do you use any of these cryptos and, 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 and stuff of that nature, you know, period? Because I think that's where the problem is there's no outlet to use them, per se. Not, not, not as heavy as that of just regular cash or credit card, which we all know why, but <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I mean, I've had some of these issues uh, recently with um with uh international uh gaming companies that uh you know they didn't have an easy way to send money from their country to my uh, to the US um and i had to use a different coin it's called uh binance uh, um binance coin and um yeah it was just complicated it's complicated sometimes and and it's not actually it's not it's not actually uh, advantageous at all times because sometimes the fees for the Bitcoin, depending on the network or whatever the case may be, uh, it could be five to seven percent or even upwards of thirteen percent, where like a direct debit via Visa or Mastercard is like three to three to five percent, right? So, um, it's it's not always the best way. Sometimes it is the best way because of the because it, it's it's faster. You know, to it's just like give me your address, you send the money, and then boom, there you go. Um, but it's it is complicated, and and that's the that's the, the the dilemma is that it's complicated. And any day, if you're using like a, you know, whoever is holding your custodial wallet or your money could could shut you down. And that's the same as the banks too, though. You know, and I know that that affects the the adult industry a lot. Is like so, it used to where like. Um, you know, uh, talent couldn't get a can't couldn't get a bank account, so then they couldn't yeah. get a you know a loan for a house or whatever the case may yeah. be that they wanted to make a car purchase or something like that. I don't know if that's a, the case still. Do you know? Do you know anything about that? Well, now the, the only thing is anybody that's how can I put this? If you don't have a nine to five, then it's it's, it's difficult regardless. 
And what yeah. makes it even more difficult if, if you do adult film. So that means now you got disguise what you you know what I'm saying, what you're doing yeah. in order to have them not question the money. Kind of like that of a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, period. You know, <clears throat> hands down. That's why I it, it, that's part of the reason why I got a nine to five. Was because so that yeah. I wouldn't have to if I want to rent something or get an apartment. I have some type of income that I can explain versus the income that I got to sit here and had this hard conversation about. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, period. And um, because it ain't like you're getting pay stubs from yeah. going because everything is, is commission based. It's based off of sales. Yeah. 1099. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's not like, you know, it's, it's just a totally different beast when it comes to income. So, yeah. but yeah, but, um, it's the same for, uh, esports actually, actually, yeah. um, because, because some in some porn or gaming, a rebel occupation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's right. either gambling or, or, uh, or hooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can yeah. have the money to pull up straight out and they'll still question you. Wait, wait. Yeah. Why is Yeah, you... I know. I... Go ahead. I was going to say that the last time I heard anything about the adult uh, stuff and was Riley Reed. I think she was doing some, like she had a bank account shut down with like millions of dollars and then she figured yeah. out something. But I can I didn't, I didn't um, to hear about it. I know Cash App always, people seem to, you know, from what yeah, I hear, cash, cash app yeah. works. Yeah. Now, what is so funny, <clears throat> what is so crazy that one of the sites that I'm on, they were using PayPal. Now, yeah. from my experience in PayPal, 15 years, I thought about using PayPal. Let me tell you what happened. They shut my shit down and kept my money. <laughs> yeah. I've got some money locked up with Venmo right now. Yeah. So... When I hear a company say, yeah, you can pay out with PayPal, I don't think they're going to have it wrong. You, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at some point, they're going to find where you're doing adult shit. Mm, no, can't use PayPal. So now they got to yeah. find a, you know, one of those companies that they can do their money through. You know, Because um, even with mm-hmm. X-Video, they do it through Cosmo Pay. You know, um, and you have oh, okay. to get an account. And for the longest... It took a while before they opened it up for Americans to get an account. For so I'm sitting on like a thousand, like two, three thousand on uh, Xvideo, waiting for my shit where they open up to where I can set my shit up. You know, period. So mm. it's like, yeah, when it comes to the adult film industry, yeah, the banking, the the money, and the way you get the money. That's why CC Bill became so much of a fucking multi-billion dollar company because they were the only game in town for so many years. Yeah. Because he, even to the point that it was, you either did Cliff for Sale, Rude, or you went straight site and you had to find somebody to build the site and you had to pay 700 to uh, CC Bill. Right. That MasterCard and Visa. So yeah, so that's why I said it's inter- it, it's kind of crazy how at some point, where well, Bitcoin because it's the most popular, at some yeah. point, the, the porn sites is going to start looking to go into that route. 
especially if the restrictions continue and MasterCard Visa still continue to trip, which, in my opinion, is not them, but that's another conversation for another day. I don't think it's MasterCard Visa that's yeah. I think it's more well, the problem the problem with Bitcoin is is that it's um it's not programmable, um, and so like if you send somebody Bitcoin, you have to you know you have they have to be pretty trustworthy to get the thing that you want you know in exchange, otherwise they take your Bitcoin and you go and do whatever they want with it, um, you know these uh these alternatives to bitcoin the ones that i'm i've mentioned before they're they they are programmable so you can put a contract in it and then whatever the case may be like you need a the subscription is part of the contract and it gets fulfilled by the computer you know it's not another human being that has to do the delivery of it um that's that's the only thing about that when it when it comes to content and um yeah i it's 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 like you said the 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 way that the uh the authorities look at gaming and and uh porn it, it's pretty much one and the same like it's it's really strange you know and i think it's just because that um it's just because like the the law is out of date it's just not what it's not up to date you know some of these laws we have in our books are from like the early 1900s yeah most definitely. So why do you, as a game, from a gaming perspective, why do you like playing the crypto games better than just the, the Maddens and all? Or is it just, you just maddened out? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's it, one, it's like the con, the, every single time you go and trying to start up a console or a game or something like that, um, it's got an update that takes five hours to, to do. Uh, that was one of the reasons. And then um, it was almost nearly impossible to get one of the, the PS5 or the Xbox, you know, the new Xbox or whatever. Um, and at that point, I was like, you know what? These console games are not that. They're just not worth it. They're not worth that type of money. Um, I have a gaming PC, and I'm able to play crypto games or regular uh, PC games. And um, and so that's why I, I started tr- started trending that direction. But it's all about, it's it's all going towards the direction of games that are, um, that are in the cloud. They're not, you know, you don't have to disc or you don't have to download. It's already, you know, it's already downloaded in the cloud. You just log in and you play the game. And I think that's one of the reasons. The, the, there's a there's a lack of friction in between starting the game and, and actually getting to play. Yeah, because it's like now that it used to be you had to go buy the new version. Now you can just update it. But I can see why the update takes so long because that's, the, that's a lot of files and size of the files and, and all that good stuff you know very, yeah and what just crossed my it. mind is um a question for you is like you know in the porn game like how is that you know is, is that changed at all like do people do you know I, I see porn video stores still around you don't you don't really see that in the video game world or hollywood you um, know do, because... do people still buy dvds and stuff the truth be told I think people probably still do, but not like they used to. But really, if you look mm-hmm. on porn stores, it's really more about the outfits and the sex toys. Okay, it's, yeah. It's just there for novelty. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. Because the only reason why a person might buy a DVD because they just still got a DVD player and they just 
like like collecting them or they like buying them and watching them on DVD because it might be scenes that's on there that you're not gonna find online. Now that's facts. Yeah. Not everything is online. Um or DVD sets or what have you, you know, period. That you know, it it's it just the novelty of it. Just like they still some still got magazines in them. Yeah. Know, but because everything is digital, it's it's ain't nobody buying no goddamn DVD. <laughs> because yeah. I, last time I went to, like I found uh, this guy named Buddha Bane brother. He has his DVD. You know, a couple of his DVDs was in there, and yeah. I don't think he's making money from it. Now they might make money maybe in third world countries that might order the DVD or something like that to where they really. They're behind us like in two decades type situation. Right. Like they're just getting the Big Bang Theory. You know what I'm coming from? Yeah. <laughs> just the first episode and they still use DVDs. You know, that's to me, even back when I was selling DVDs, that's where majority of my sales is coming from overseas, not really America. Oh, okay. You know, period. Yeah, because like London, even as far as Iraq, I, I sold some in Iraq. Now, I don't know if it was a soldier or Iraqi himself, but you know, and then of course you got different countries got different laws of what type of porn you can watch and they allow. Right, know, right, right. So it's, don't get crazy, it's sticky. You know, period. It's just the internet made it easier for you to get your shit seen, but now the equivalent of bootleg DVDs is the VPN. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, change your VPN, but, but no, but, um, it's like I said, what, what, this era is, how can I put this? Porn companies wish they could have started their career, their companies in this era. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, but in the same token, they hate this era because it's too easy. So much for, competition. Yeah. But it ain't competition from other companies. It's competition from the average person. Right. And it's the worst competition that you can have. Yeah, user generated content, right? Yeah. Because so, so they, what's go ahead, what you about to say? What, what yeah, what's what's I guess where this is kind of leading is it, it, you mentioned you interviewed some some gamer girls that they were they on Twitch or something like that before yes, I didn't hear the episodes. Yeah, they, they was they was on Twitch. You know, boys and then started and okay then there's a lot of girls that do porn that now doing Twitch. One of the girls yeah, that was talking both to ways, she, yeah. yeah, you know, period. And I and she said, yeah, it, it makes some money, you know, period. And when you're talking about when the game, it like this. <clears throat> Any girl that is able to tap into both those fan bases, you're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Because one, they somewhere cross over, and two they're different at the same time. Because when you on Twitch, it's not about how sexy you is. It's in that game and how sexy you is. Because yeah. the gamer market is about as niche as it comes as BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> like, even give you an example, like, even in professional wrestling, like, the skaters love Darby Allen because the dude skate. And there's this other yeah. female yeah. rapper WWE named Corey J. Ooh, she never skates, she just walks around with a skateboard and they're like, that's bullshit. What what she need a skateboard for? You get where I'm coming from? So yeah, yeah. it's like 
I've been seeing a lot of girls now tapping into the gaming world from the point in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this is I, I guess, I guess one of the biggest podcasts that brings a lot of attention to the adult industry is no jumper, right? For the most part. I mean, but, but I, I can't even say that because the girls he be interviewing is really only fan girls. He's not he, only he fans. Really girls. Does, yeah. For the most part, because two, I've never seen him have a Sarah J on his shit. No Missy Stone or none of that. It's like the only fan girls, certain mid-level girls that his wife know Lana. Cause Lena, yeah, the plug, yeah. she haven't even she's straight up independent. She didn't she have never worked for Hollywood. Okay. She's the only fan girl, you know, period. But he that that what he brings the light to. Yeah. You know. Oh, that is. Plus, plus. Go ahead. Yeah, well, well, where where my head is going is like these. Um, well, where 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 my head is going with this one is like I I'm someone who likes to go to gentlemen's clubs. I haven't been in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get your bread up to 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 go, right? Yeah. And you know, I've I've met, I've gone to you know full nude, you know just topless these sort of clubs or whatnot. The topless ones. You know, I, I, my, my friends, the people that I, I invite to go out to these, these clubs or whatnot, they, they tend to go, like to go to the, the, you know, the full nude. For me, it's the topless, you know, there's, um, it just, it's different, uh, different strokes for different folks. I guess maybe you, maybe you know a little bit more about why that might be from a business standpoint, but it's it's, the girls that I meet. Laws. Well, no, I I mean like what, I mean more or less like. I mean, more or less, like why people prefer to go to a topless versus go to a go to a um, a full nude. But uh, the thing that uh, the thing that I I got to meet some of the girls. You know, I pay attention to like what girls work at what clubs and whatnot. And I've noticed some of them have started to to branch out into social media. Um, I don't know if they're on online doing uh, doing chatterbait or what what they're doing live content twitch OnlyFans. i don't know you know it's hard to say but you know i've been starting to see you know it's starting to open up i know here in texas one of those reasons is because they changed the laws that um all the girls have to be 21 plus right so maybe that's why in the back in the day if you know the girls were under eight or not under 18 that's probably the wrong thing to say but uh that are 18 and older they they were concerned about like you know what that that would look like online but um yeah i think the business model even at a local level level has changed maybe you could speak to that a little bit because i I'm, i don't really understand the local stuff well okay then um to why a topless bar versus a nude because topless you can't touch them plus mm-hmm. most of these bars let's just be honest or high high upscale bars. So those are the bars is nine out of ten where the girls do an actual routine. They work a pole. Your top porn stars come through being featured dancers or what have you. You feel where I'm coming from? Yep, I know, you know what you're right? talking about. And the full nude bars is that's where you probably get the lap dances and stuff like that. Now, you probably get in the topless bar too, but then also they make you stand on your hands so you can't touch the girl. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like 
it's like put it this way. It's like two restaurants. One is Chili Palmer's Steakhouse. The other one is what's Outback. You you gonna yeah. get the same type food, but you're gonna pay more Outback and willing to pay because Outback is the name and the, the look of it in the whole nine. You get where it come from. So actually, what you're paying yeah. for is the atmosphere. <laughs> And the reason why I bring this up, the reason why I bring this up is because this, this vertical of making money in the video games industry has yet to be developed. You know, they have these cafes that you can go and play the computers and stuff like that. And guys get off, girls get off on playing those video games at these cafes. But it's different for, for, you know, guys and gals that, that are more physical in the, in the, in the, you know, in the porn industry or, and that is like, there's already an avenue for them to go make money in the gaming industry. That just doesn't really exist. Yeah. Because see, the thing of it is, is that like, when you think about webcam and, and Twitch, it's mm -hmm. practically damn near the same. The only difference is webcam. You can do more Twitch. You can't do for so much. You can look sexy, yeah. but you can't show no tits, you know? Probably. Right. Plus, the other beauty of Twitch is that, that girls can point guys to go check out their webcam. Why yeah. they do that on the other end. So it's kind of like, I would think any female that's a gamer, you should actually go the route of having a Twitch. Because if you, especially if you want to play the game, play games on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, and then, like I said, also you play into two different markets. Because the, because the gamers... Because, like, if, even with the top girls that are gamers, they're probably pretty, but it's kind of like dudes are there for the game and them. It's, <laughs> it ain't just they're yeah. there for them. You feel? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because the 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 big the big uh, trend, and it's not so much a trend anymore, but it used to be where the girls they didn't play games. All they did was go on Twitch and get in a hot tub to sell their OnlyFans. Right? They'd have a hot yeah. tub stream. Um, yeah. you know, the biggest one was Amaranth, um, for a long time. I think she still is the no bigger, biggest one. She's making like a mil plus on OnlyFans and making like 20,000 a month on Twitch, right? It was like almost an, a, irrelevant for her to do Twitch streaming, but, but it was a, a way for her to market her, her OnlyFans, yeah. right? Yeah. Cause I mean, that makes sense because, you know, long she ain't showing no, no nudity, you know, yeah. and, and was in, she just talking. You yeah, know, it's kind of like it's all about females knowing how to sell themselves on these platforms. That's all. Yeah, and I mean Twitch, Twitch, which is owned by Amazon, isn't gonna wanna, isn't wanna, isn't gonna wanna get rid of their biggest money maker, right? No. She could, she, she actually had some instances where she showed a nipple, showed some, so yeah. you know, a little monkey, right, and. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, slap you on the wrist," but we, <laughs> you know, they they don't want that money to go anywhere else, right? No, they don't want her to it, go it, somewhere it, else. So, yeah, especially that person's a big earner for them because they mean. Yeah, they, she's a big earner for sure. Yeah, they, you know they they gonna look out for the money makers. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting. There was a there was there was a a a girl who went from Twitch to Facebook. And she had a deal with Facebook. Her name was Corinna. Um, and she was one of the biggest OnlyFans uh, girls as well from the gaming side. Uh, I think she was also making a mill or so per month. 
um off of OnlyFans and she recently just she she just Facebook and now she's back on Twitch. Um so I'm curious to see if like when she goes back to Twitch is that OnlyFans money going up because most people it watch gaming because, streams on Twitch. Yeah, because one Twitch has a huge viewer base. So you yeah. have a lot of people go on Twitch. I mean, I don't know compared to what it is to YouTube, but I dare say Twitch has to be number two behind it. Damn near. And well, they're number one for live video, not for gaming. Yeah. Gaming is definitely yeah. YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but like I said, but well, I'm just just talking about for people being on the site for traffic. Yeah, you know, you know, period. Yeah. So if oh, yeah. you're able to get a large base on Twitch. And you have OnlyFans that will automatically translate. I don't see how it wouldn't, because some of these gamers love porn. So that's true. So that would automatically, they'd be like, "Oh shit, she got OnlyFans." Because now I'm seeing her, and she got these big ass, beautiful tits, and she a sexy ass chick. She playing video games. I'm already turned on because I'm a gamer. Now I got to go see what she's doing with the. Uh, with the OnlyFans. Oh, she fucks. She sucks. Oh, God. I'm in. <laughs> I even told some right. girls, I said, do some scenes where you're getting fucked while playing the video game. Trust me, they'll sell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, for, for sure. Just, yeah, because I, because here's the point I thought about what you were saying about the convention shit. I said, I was going to have a conversation with one of the, uh, the girls that are gamer, and she could do a convention. How, how, she, how she, what, you know, what would it look like, blah, 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 they involve porn and gaming. Because, yeah, it, yeah, there's no adult side of gaming for adults. There might be There is, it's adults. just not popular. Yeah. There's a site that uh, that um, that girls do play video games and they do things, but it's not popular. I actually, yeah. I was talking to the one of the dancers that I was talking about. Um, she moved over to Twitch and does hot tub streams now. And hot tub streams to do her OnlyFans, not um, she doesn't do the nude uh, live stream. Like it's like a cross between like a a live Jasmine and a Twitch. You know, it's just a little bit not right. It's just not it's not a good experience as a as someone who goes to watch content there, right? Um, the live stuff, the live like adult stuff. Like, is there a go to source? Is there like a number one live site? Well, see, that's locked up with like the Streammates, Chatterbait, My Free Cam. The web, see, the reason why that haven't jumped off because you have the cam sites. So the only way that game would jump off in porn is if, like you said, a convention. If it's a live spot that I, that people can go to, where you meet porn stars as well as game do gaming and some of that nature. Now, a convention mm. of that nature or an event of that nature would pop off because now I'm going to see people live in color meeting them face-to-face. Mm-hmm. But a site where the girls are doing the video games, and that's their main function, is playing the video game, doing some freaky shit like that on webcamming, you're competing with the stream mates where girls kind of do that anyway. Yeah, because even to the point yeah. now, if they, now, if you want to freak it to where, um, it's it's how can I put this? Where if they can control the dildo while she's playing the video game, or them playing the video game, making kids control the dildo that she's on, 
then you might could attract somebody. But even then, right. the webcam sites are doing that too, to where the guys press it, they tip, they, they vibrate. You feel the Right. The, so lo- the love it, sense? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, in order for that, if, 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 let's say the people that had that site, they were better off putting together a convention. Mm-hmm. If they really want to see money on any, because if you're trying to do it as an actual site, you're going to lose in the war because StreamMate and these campsites got it locked. Because that's where the girls go to. Because one thing about porn is the girls are going to go to the site that everyone is going to. What's hot? That's yeah. why OnlyFans popped off. You know, period. Yeah. So unless that site becomes so hot that it's damn near mainstream news, they're going to stream a my free. Here's the question, right? So in the adult industry, are are girls making more money off of um off of video on demand or live video campsites? Mm. I don't have numbers, but I would say probably campsites. Really? They're even making though, more money off of campsites. The reason why, because it's the live interaction. Okay. You probably have more girls doing cam sites than you have girls putting out actual video. Content. Right. Content. You know, and nine times out of ten, any girl that's doing solo content, she webcams. Mm, so, right. So webcam show and turns into content. So, mm-hmm. plus on the, how can I put this? Plus on top of that, like I said before, it's you you have your regulars that will see you on a regular basis versus that of content. Trust me, it's harder to say. It is it is harder to make money on webcamming than it is of content. But you'll make more money webcamming than you will with content. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so then, um, you know, these conventions, they, they sort of exist on the fringe. Like you think of cosplay convent, um, um, conventions or even like there's like some yeah, adult ones like hentai. Yeah. But see, the thing of it is, is that once again, it's like, how can I put this? Mainstream. Bingo. Like, Comic-Con is mainstream. Now, we had a gaming convention that was risque, that was mainstream, totally restored. But ain't no one ever came up with one or done one. Mm-hmm. Because, one, you have it there for adult shit because you have gorgeous women, whether they do OnlyFans, whether they do porn, whether they webcam, that actually twitch and actually do gaming. As well as your mm-hmm. regular games, you know, period. So, it you could actually put something together of that nature and it would probably fly. But you would have to have the major... Like, for example, the site you were talking about where it's where the girls play around and they, and they game at the same time, they don't have yeah. a booth at ABNs. They don't have a booth at Exotica. So they're not even doing anything mm. to put themselves out there in the adult world to where, trust me, they would attract a lot of chicks. Brand recognition, site. yeah. Yeah, it's it because if if how would I know if you don't tell me? Right. You know, plus they don't have any mainstream girls that is championing. 
See, it's kind of like the quick, like conversation that I was having with the people from Excite Bunny. I said, if you don't tell anybody about Excite Bunny, you don't champion it, anybody going to know. I'm like, do y'all even promote the fact that y'all have content on the bitch? I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> you know, but go ahead, what you about to say? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's these, these, like you say, Excite Bunny. I've never heard of that before. I'm going to have to look that one up. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for yeah. the, the introduction. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, the sure. name. Yeah, Excite Bunny, yeah. The you know, name, man. that's the thing. Like, having a, having a recognizable name like Pornhub yeah. or X videos, you yeah. know, these, those sites, those are recognizable names, right? And, and mm-hmm. recognized because they did the conventions, I imagine, right? Because yeah. they went out there, they did the marketing, they put up the booths, and you know they brought out the Vixen, for instance. Like Vixen has always brought out, I mean Greg Lansky, right? That's his name, mm-hmm. a guy that founded that. Like he brings out the the star the stars that he has signed to his. Actually, I don't even know how that side of the business works. It's it's probably similar to how the business works on um on on esports, like um. And that was sort of something I was trying to, to think about was I know that in Houston and in, and in Austin and Dallas market, you know, you, the girls that work at the clubs, they also do house calls, but they, they work through an agency, right? And usually it's an entertainment industry agency that facilitates these things. Like, but I don't actually know how the business actually works, you know, like, um, I've heard before that, you know, girls would go on a road, you know, and, and go three girls in one car, show up at a, a bachelor's party or something like that and, and yeah. you know, do an on-site. But I don't know what that looks like in reality. Well, you know, well, no, I what's the... Experience that cause I had to book girls to shows like that in the past and I didn't done shows like that. You know, period. Gotcha. So, you know, period. It, 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 like I said, it's... Everything is just more that I don't know if they still do. I mean, of course, they still do batch parts to this day. That's that's life, you know. Yeah. But um, but uh, I mean, they still do batch parts. That that's always going to be a constant, you know. Period. But um, do they like make said, do they make enough money? Do do they make a good amount of yeah, money? Yeah. Doing because those? you got to pay. You gotta, first, you got to pay them up front. And then, of course, tips. Right. So, then if the girls do a little extra, of course, you know, they make a little extra money, but dudes might want some coochie. So, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like the game, I tell anybody this, the game will never change. It will never adjust to you. You have to adjust to it. The game been here too long. You know, it's yeah. certain things always going to be in place that will never fucking change. It might be some new nuances that might get pulled into it, but so here's the here's the I guess the bigger question is who makes more money the girls that do bachelor parties or the girls who do on site OnlyFans with the fans? Sure, shit OnlyFans because because it's, it's a broader scope. Now who makes right, money it's in part the, of the scope. moment? It's probably the girls who do the bachelor party because yeah she probably come home about two three grand that day. But when you talking to at but shit hell with the OnlyFans girl she might. If and she, that's no if, face, no case, right? Yeah, you know, period. Plus, on top of that, I ain't got to look at dudes. That's why so many girls flock to doing OnlyFans when the pandemic hit versus going to do mm. 
because yep. I, I'm able to make money online. The new escorting is the new escorts are the webcam girls, dog. It's the same Ooh, from escort. It's just the difference is you ain't fucking them, right? You ain't fucking them. You ain't touching them, but you still got to yeah. talk money out of them. You know, yeah. period. You know, with tips or what have you. That's why I said a webcam girl way of making money is way harder than that of a girl throwing content because it's different between I, I ain't you ain't got to talk to me. I'm just buying the content while you sucking fuck. Right. And now you gotta entertain me. You gotta talk to me. You gotta do some freaky shit. You I you gotta make me come out of pocket and tip. Right. So a girl making mm. bank, if she's making bank with webcam, the webcam company is making double the bank because they get majority cut. That's why so many girls decide to do content also. Yeah, this is something that is happening in the in the gamer world. Um because it's it's even harder because you're not showing skin you're not you're not um they're not getting they're not getting the same type of they're not getting the same type of audience where the things that the the audience are looking for is like them to you know do something goofy or do something that you know gets them banned on the website or something like that whereas I started to notice some of the bigger content creators are bringing on those girls that do the camming sites the only fans to get them, get the audience to, you know, start opening up yeah, their, it's about, their, it's, it's, it's their about, money. It's about traffic, yeah. Because if I know she's a freak, it's the, she might do something freaky on Twitch. That's why I'm going to go look. She's going to do something freaky on Twitch. That's, uh, that's, that's happening. That's for sure. Yeah, but, 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 boy, I know what she yeah. does on OnlyFans. Ooh, she's going to be on Twitch. Right. Here's another, another kick of it. Twitch is free. She's playing a video game or what have yep. you. So it's kind of like the same reason why the celebrities who posted on OnlyFans made money because people knew they weren't going to fuck, but just in case I'll get a subscription to see what happens. It's that kind of that situation there. And yeah, it made sense that any girl that's even a gamer that's willing to show skin, yeah, she's going to get the OnlyFans. Or any of the girls on OnlyFans they are gamers, it makes sense for them to get a Twitch. Because mm-hmm. Twitch has a broader audience than what OnlyFans will ever give you. Then what your we are Twitter because it's a platform. If you're hot on a platform, you're now bringing traffic to your platform. Mm-hmm. Because that, cause that's yeah, it's so about, interesting. Yeah, because that's the only thing about OnlyFans is you're only attracting the people that's following you on your social media. That's what gamers say, right? So that's that's what's interesting about that 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 statement is like the big thing that the agencies are talking about for these gamers is that that you can't just go on Twitch and get yourself an audience. You need to have an Instagram. You need to have a TikTok. You need to have something else that's bringing the you know the audience into uh, the Twitch platform. And for 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 the cam girls, it's a lot easier. It, that's why they go after cam girls. That's why if I was a agency, I'd be going straight after cam girls and porn stars that game. Because they already right, got yep. it's bringing and then to add to the fact that they find this shit, the people that are just surfing Twitch is just going to run across them, run across her, and want to stop and watch her because she's good looking. And depending on the game, have you ever seen have you ever seen Lustin for Lexi? Uh 
uh, I'll I'll have to shoot you a, a, a DM of this girl, but she's been starting to pop up. OnlyFans girl, eighteen, popping up on Twitch, and she's uh, you know, um, I don't know how to, to describe her, but a little bit thicker, a little bit nice, uh, with the curves and whatnot. And I could, you know, oh, another another one that I don't think really went that way, but went music and was could have went that way was um what's her name the uh, move like move like a cow uh shoot she's a big musician I big mean, rapper because 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 i'm not even going front because like also the thicker women they get a lot of attention with the game because like yeah. I, I, I noticed that too that the ones that got booty and stuff that, that's why i said at the end of the day it's funny how women are now becoming the main focus of game of the gaming industry Models definitely, and when that wasn't the case, you know, period. So, I kind of find that <laughs> interesting because if I'm correct and wrong to say, the females on the Twitch on a whole make more money than um, on per capita on a whole. The only fans Twitch girls do, not yeah. the um, because. You know the guys, what they can get, uh, brand deal wise, is going to be bigger than the, than the than the women. That's what you're talking about because at some point the girls going to start getting brands, and it's going to be brands that the guys can't get. You yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, period. that's true. If 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 yeah, if they wake up, if they wake if they wake up to the to the fact that that they can sell hair products, they can sell makeup, they can sell. You know, lingerie on Twitch. But, best mm-hmm. believe it. Yeah, because see, the other part of it is, is that the gaming is a male-dominated force. So, mm-hmm. at some point, and how can I put this? It's male. Okay, then most of the guys are going to watch going to be male. That's hands down. You know, period. Especially when you come to gaming. Um, mm-hmm. It's just certain genres, demographic. It's gonna be men, you know. Period. Yeah. If it was a beauty, it was a beauty. If they say Twitch beauty, it'd be number women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to to that end, like the sponsor that they may get, it at some point the, 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 the these sponsors, these conventions are going to want to pull in these girls because it's going to drive in traffic and it appeals to the men or what have you. Just like when you had the cosplay, it, just like with the, the Comic Cons, I'm pretty sure that they invite some of the girls that are known for their cosplay, and these girls are fine and thick with it. They look like Instagram girls just dressed up as a Star Wars character. <laughs> Hello? 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 Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. 
Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. You you went out and you started talking. Yeah, I was, I was, I could hear you, but I couldn't hit the, hit the, yeah, uh, I could hear you. I, I kept saying, hey, 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 and, you know, but, yeah, so, the end is, it is one of the episodes, what we, what's new in gaming, or this coming down the pike that you think we should know about? What's new in gaming? Well, actually, let me, let me speak to the, the one subject I was talking when I, you guys couldn't, couldn't hear me, was, okay. uh, was, you were talking about the bringing the girls out you know, pay, paying them for appearance fees at conventions for cosplay. Well, I looked into this for um, promo girls, right? Looking into yeah. it and trying to, to figure it out for on a local level. And I, I ran into some people who do the promo girls stuff. And, you know, I was looking at the, looking at what would be how to, how to get these promo girls to come out and, you know, run my, run my booth and have this, this, you know, um, uh, you know, sex sells kind of expect uh, expectations, you know, and, you know, of course, like the dads and the, and the young, young cats want to come over cause they're pretty girls, you know, what, whatnot. And, you know, it's, it's not unreasonable. So I don't know necessarily why it doesn't exist. You know, I, you know, when you go to a, a big convention, they'll have the, the, um, the monster girls or red Bull girls or, you know, um, <clears throat> The um, you know, I just promo we, models. Which is funny as fuck to me because you have the girls that actually dress in some tight clothing half the time, mm-hmm. and the first thing is, well, no, it's about family friendly. Well, you got the girls dressed where I can see them butt cheeks. So what you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> between that and having only fan girl there, you know, nothing I, different. Yeah, it's just they they, they worried about the schematics. For what reason? Because unless those kids actually go to OnlyFans or have an IG and actually look, they're not knowing who these girls are. Now, the adults might, you know, period. And they're not necessarily being risque at the time, this, that, and the third. Because it's kind of like I said before, it's simply just someone getting a booth. If I was able to get a booth at a Comic-Con, let's say, and then I had a gaming company of some type, you know what I'm saying, to help to promote it, this, that, and third, and they're dressed up, but these are actually only fangirls where you can sign their autographs at the same token, and they're dressed up in cosplay. I don't see an issue with it. You know, even with porn, you don't even see, at the porn conventions, you don't see girls dressed up in cosplay. You know, period. Oh, that's interesting. You know, period, because even to the point that even if I'm a a video game that's that's porn-oriented, why don't I have a booth at the AVNs? You know, this, this, this. You know, it's... It's like people want to keep the two separate, but but you but but you want to take aspects of each and implement it to make money, but you don't just don't want to full out just put it together in some way. Yeah. yeah, that's that's you know that's something, and I guess this goes to like for the question. It I guess comes down to is like for 
for me. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Big Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Marie Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week. On top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke. Out of this uh, this recording, one more time. Yeah. I just want to I want to let you listeners know what I've been trying to say. That they they do have this crossover uh, with the cosplay and the uh, with the adult industry, but it's not all the way there yet. It's called Eki E C C H I. 18 plus conventions sort of like you know i know in the in in like the gaming world and the the adult industry like hentai is like another thing like it's a separate um it's a separate convention sort of situation because that's more anime but eki is more that you know 18 plus cosplay um that's yes that's that's, i was trying to get to that but i kept on getting (laughs) cut off on it yeah, so so there we go. We got it out. So tell everybody where they can find you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Instagram, Trent Knox TV. Um, and the podcast is on anchor.fm slash Trent Knox for myself. And then um, when it comes to the esports stuff, you should go to ebn.gg, uh, esports business network. And and get yourself into the esports world, you know. And if you need, if you're a cam girl that wants to get into gaming, reach out to me and I can, I can give you some, some tips and some pointers on software, how to get your money up as far as stream labs or stream elements, as far as donations and how to, how to get uh, the viewers to, to contribute and then, and then how to, you know, navigate this, this, this gaming world when it comes to, uh, you know, what you can say as far as OnlyFans and what you can't say that break the terms of services uh, on that regard. And, yeah, I definitely can help out on that end. Doesn't matter if you're a cam girl or cam guy. It doesn't really matter. Just, um, which is something I was going to ask you is like, what do these guys do? You know? Uh, they, 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 guys don't count too tough. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, as far as it's about when it comes to our business, it's about the woman. It's not about the man. Right. Yeah. To be honest with you, we we just the extra we just to help. But look, I got to run and stuff. So thank you for coming by. Um, yeah, thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, I, and I'm gonna bring you back again. Trust me on that one, brother. Trust me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely looking forward to being back on the show. 
no doubt. So, you know how we end this all day, every day, everyone? Life is a learning experience with the point of spirit. You know anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, Trent. All right, y'all.